Welcome to Blades Pod. It is Friday, the 17th of February. My name's Ben, and on the line for a quick episode before the weekend, it is Andrew. How you doing, mate? All right, mate. Better than yesterday and the day before. So, yeah. Indeed. Um, in, terms of, in terms of United, uh, my, my, yeah, I feel exactly the same otherwise. But what about you? <laughs> and it's your birthday today, by the way. So, happy birthday to you, Ben. It is. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't know whether I was going to mention that on here or not, but... There's well, one, there's one thing I wanted to do on my birthday is talk about Sheffield United losing three one at home to Middlesbrough on Wednesday night. But yeah, fantastic. That's what we're yeah. Do. This we're, is we're um, a day late. It's my fault we're a day late and we're having to do it on your birthday. So apologies. But. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite all right. Don't worry. Um, so this is going to be a quick episode. A because I don't really want to talk about it that much, but uh, B because we play Millwall at twelve thirty tomorrow, mm. uh, which is in what like about twenty hours time. So um, yeah, we, we're just going to keep this really really brief. This is like I'll be honest don't really want to do this podcast i'm doing it for the people who are super hardcore that maybe want a quick 15 20 minutes of uh thoughts on this game to get out of the system and also the people who might accuse us of skipping a podcast because <laughs> we were in a yeah. mod so <laughs> we're gonna churn one out anyway even I'll if it really is only i just hope anyone didn't hear me walking out of the ground <clears throat> for a good Ooh, all my way, all, all the way to the pub. After I was just like, Ecky has got to go. I'm <laughs> glad we're going into admin because we get rid of these losers. Yeah, we're just coming out with some right nonsense. So yeah, if I... anyone heard that, that's not what I actually think. That was just the uh, the Mardiners talking on the I night. I did get a message from Eggy at ten o'clock on Wednesday night. It says if you could hear Roy now having a full on meltdown. <laughs> so I did have a. Full-on embarrassing meltdown, to be honest. I was just re- I were all right at the match, and then as soon as I left, I just thought, oh, bloody hell. Like, I really, yeah, well, you know, it's a, it, it's, it's a, I don't know, I, I've had time to think about it now, and basically lost the match. We might lose more, we might get caught, but right now we've lost the match, and it's not time to start writing the obituaries for the season just yet, I don't think. No, not quite. Um, <clears throat> really frustrating night. Uh, you know, the longer the game went on, the more frustrating it was. Uh, obviously didn't particularly feel that much better about it the next day either. Mm. Doesn't really change how I feel about United this season. Uh, so like, it doesn't tilt my feelings on promotion no. or how good the team is. I think the only thing that maybe surprised me a little bit was Middlesbrough was slightly better than I thought they were. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were good. We said we talked about that beforehand. I thought they were, you know, the third best team in the league. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe they're a, maybe they're a bit closer to us ability wise than I was expecting. Fortunately, they're not close to us points-wise yet, so yet. That, that buffer still exists. <laughs> yeah. And will continue to exist as long as we are at least average for the rest of the season, results-wise. Um, I think it was just, you know, when I, when I sort of take a step back, like after I left the ground, I was like, 3-1 flatters them a little bit. Like, don't get me wrong, they played really well. They took their chances. We didn't. Their keeper had a really good game. Wasn't our night. I think it was a it was a tight game between two really good teams that both went for it. There were definitely some things we could have done better, which we'll we'll maybe touch on in this. But overall, um yeah, they they took their chances on the night and we didn't and we we lost a tight game that had we won or drawn, I think that would have been, you know, game over for anybody chasing us. But it just it just leaves the door open a crack, doesn't it, mm. for well, and Borough particularly to get in because I'm not worried about any other team whatsoever. I, I, I have to admit, I thought Borough was the better side. I've seen some people yeah. say we were awful. I don't think we were awful. I think it were an absolutely fantastic game of football, particularly first off. End to end, two really good sides going through it. We were wide open, which is probably, I think, in hindsight, we, Eckenbottom picked the team that we all would have picked. So I'm not going to knock him for that. 
maybe in the second half when it became like it, it were obviously going to be a basketball game. We saw the first half. Should he have been a bit more pragmatic? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Of, you know, it's easy to say it in hindsight, and, I, and it's easy for me to sit here on a podcast and say it when you know not, I weren't saying that in the heat of the moment. Put it that way. So I'm really enjoying the match. Um, we go three and up after 15 minutes, which we genuinely could have. He's, he's labelled a genius, isn't he? Um, yeah. And it's. I, I think Middlesbrough were more in control than us. I think they they caused us more problems than we caused them. So they definitely deserve. They definitely deserve to win for me anyway. But I don't think we were awful. We were we were really messy, I thought, defensively. Off the ball, we're normally really good, and we weren't. But I don't think they weren't either. I thought we, you know, they, they were wide open as well. And it were, yeah. I think we thought we'll outscore them, and we didn't. So, you know, it's it's bad that that happened. And I would have liked to have seen as Maybe a braver manager would have changed it earlier. I'm not sure. But, you know, fair play. I think it was a really good game of football that they won. Uh, showed our... We all know we've got weaknesses in the team. We're not, you know, we play against good sides with a bit of pace in the middle of the park like they are. They had like sort of four up front. And we do struggle because our midfield is not, you know, we, we, we lack a defensive midfielder. And it's all right when we dominate teams because we don't really need one. Mm. We, we lack a, and what I mean by defensive midfielder is someone to get up and down, um, get stuck in and stuff. Maybe flight with the last proper one that we had when he were in his, in his pomp. Um, and, I, and I think that they, you know, probably too easily created chances. But like I say, on another day we're going three 0 up. So yeah, it's just a good game. And I was really annoyed at the time, but I, I'm not. I'm not willing to say I did after. I said we were rubbish because that's what <laughs> the rant that we're having. But I'm looking back in it and I watched the highlights and stuff, and it was just a really good game of football. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they just had the, a bit of clinicalness in front of goal that we didn't have. I mean, yeah, we we had ten shots on target. I think we had a. Uh, an XG on target of I think it was three and a half. So to only score one mm. from those shows you that the goalkeeper had a very very good game. You know, by contrast, they scored three goals from I think one one point seven XG on target. That is, yeah. Um, so yeah, they were super I clinical. Think, I did think Archer and Akpom were fantastic. To be honest, I thought they really caused us problems, and I think we didn't really know how to deal with both of them because we were in this sort of weird. I don't know. This was sort of weird position where we. We we tried to push out and win the ball, and we did that quite well at times. Egan and a couple of times got in before Archer. Mm. But when that didn't happen, they were so pacey. We were so worried they got in behind us so easily. And I felt a bit for Norwood because we were almost playing a, a one in midfield, which is admirable, maybe a bit naive, but <laughs> yeah. we were genuinely sort of playing four up front. But so were they. Yeah. So uh, they were taking as many risks as we were taking. It's just that they executed their plan better. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, there were a few players off it. I thought. I thought Norwood, yeah. uh, one of his poorest games for a while, um, particularly with the ball. Um, Berger thought it just went missing. I thought Bogle was bit bit mixed to be honest. Particularly, yeah. particularly going forward. A bit with his, yeah, trying to take people like just get it in box, mate. But you know that's yeah, whatever. Yeah. So a few a few of our bigger players not went missing, but just didn't have the best game. And uh, sorry, I, I might have actually said they went missing and then corrected myself there. But mm. um, yeah, I, they just didn't have the best game. Whereas I thought, yeah, uh, Akpom, my dad said he's the best player he's seen this season, and it's hard yeah, to disagree. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's no one that particularly springs to mind. Maybe the. Um, uh, was it Benson that scored twice for... Uh, yeah, Burnley? yeah, yeah, he would be really good, yeah. I mean, I think Borough the best side that we've played at home because obviously we're back at Burnley, so we can't, can't realistically say them. I think they're by far the best side that we've played at home, to be fair. Mm. Um, and I think they will win games, and I think it'll get closer because they've got a nice little run coming up and the momentum's with them. But I don't think it really changes. I think we'll probably still have to win eight games out of 15 if we can't do that. 
then we don't deserve to go up. And it's as simple as that, really. Like, so I think I was obviously bombarding you with stats and <laughs> about things. You know, Middlesbrough. If they, if Middlesbrough finished with what Forest did last year, which is ten wins, two draws, and two losses, taking into account the the previous ten games. That means they've gone on the best run that has ever been seen in the championship game since it became the championship. Because mm. it'll be something like 22 wins out of 25 or something like that. Yeah. And if you do that, doff your cap because they're the best side that we've ever seen at this level. Yeah, so. I guess so. The stuff just, uh, I mean, yeah, when they're reading out the team before, I know, it's like, all right, flipping out. You know, when you're just like, oh, yeah, I've heard mm. of him, I've heard of him, I've heard of him, I've heard of him. Yeah. Right? And then they go through the side. bench, I'm like, oh, yeah, he was really good. Like, I wouldn't mind us signing him. Oh, yeah, Barlasa, that's that player I wanted to sign. McNair's really good at this level. Like, geez, settle down, lads. We've been playing blooming Andre Brooks and Louis Smith on the bench for like yeah. the last few weeks. Um, it's annoying because that was our best side out, I think. I think, yeah, it, yeah. you know, maybe Norton Davis comes in because Max Lowe struggled in this one and Robinson to a degree, but would, would Norton Davis have as well? They're good players up front, you know. Yeah. And it reminded me a little bit of the Premier League season with their attack where we just didn't quite have the physicality and pace to, to deal with with what they had. But like I say, at the other end, if we were a little bit more clinical, Mm -hmm. we we could have easily... I think that second goal was massive because I I do think that the first half was just a really good game of football that were end-to-end. I was like heart and mouth at one point and then, you know, they did my seat shouting at the second later. Mm. And who knows, if that second goal doesn't go in, I think that's the change. That that changes the game. I I just... I don't realistically buy that we were... We were terrible, even though that's exactly what I was saying after the match. No, <laughs> no, I calmed no. down, looked at it and stuff. If you we... look at the stats. I think it was a good game of football, and I do think Middlesbrough deserved to win. But I don't think it's, like I say, I don't think it's anything to, to really get worried about in a performance sense. If we play like that for the rest of the season, we will absolutely get promoted. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no way we don't win half our remaining games if we play like yeah. that against teams that aren't as good as Middlesbrough, which you know mm. every other team apart from Burnley isn't. Yeah. Um, what was the thing you touched on there? Oh yeah, sorry. You, uh, yeah, one all at half time. Two, um, you know, we have a, a score a, a bizarrely easy goal from a long throw. In. Really? That, is that the first goal we've scored from a JLT throw uh, this season? Is I think, I think it might be ever. I can't think of another goal we've scored directly off one of his throws. Possibly. I mean, so certainly, certainly directly, as in a throw in that is headed in from the throw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, McBurney just steers it very gently towards goal, but uh, yeah, 11 goals for him now for the season. Um, mm. They score a really, like, I don't really know what we could have done about this. I think it was just like a, a, a technically perfect goal that they equalised with. It was just like, wow, that was, you know, they had so much had to, sorry, this sounds like I'm being patronising, so much had to go right for them to score that goal, if you like, as in they had to execute like five or six bits of good play, all, all string it all together, yeah. and uh, a great finish by Akpom. One all at half time, but then yeah, that second goal, man. I mean, it's a tackle by our player Norwood. It's a good tackle, but it yeah. puts. Yeah, I'm clapping. What a tackle! Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's yeah, that's the difference. Uh, you know, Archer gets on the end of it and smashes it in. Like that could have gone anywhere. It was a great bit of defending, really. That ends up setting up their goal, and then the third one is a questionable refereeing decision where he plays advantage and then the advantage comes to an end in his judgment and they're in you know, a goal to At the time, I, I was up in arms about that. I thought it was a terrible decision, but I've looked at it back. It is a poor decision because he, I don't think he gets an advantage, but we do have to... It's our mistake as well. Jefferson just mm. turns straight into their player, which is not great whatsoever. But I understand the frustrations. Um, and like I say, you know, I, I think they took the chances when uh, there were... The, the time that I thought this is not going to go our way was, and it's not on the highlights for some reason, immediately after 
Um, pretty much immediately after they went 2-0 and die when he's sort of clean through he's a bit of an angle and he just sort of runs instead of shooting and he like sort of runs straight at the keeper and you're thinking oh, yeah. that they've been really clinical here and we've just made we, you know we've wasted at least three or four really good opportunities now yeah. and you can't really get away with that against the better sides even in this league no exactly just on the third goal the uh, I don't know. I mean, I appealed for it in real time, obviously, because I'm a fan. I'm in the mm. moment, but um, I think I knew deep down. Even then, it was like could have gone either way. That like, I, I guess this is the frustration. I, I keep saying frustration. This is my my word of the moment. I think um, another referee, perhaps even the one we had four days ago prior to this game, rather probably mm. would have pulled that back. But I think it's justifiable that the referee goes, "No, nah, you've had your advantage." I didn't, yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't make you pass it into that guy, and then he loses it. I didn't make all your defenders come up the field. You know, the advantage is over. Off you go. And there, is, there is some inconsistency with how that law is applied. I guess, which is is understandable because it is a, it's not a very well defined law, is it? It's not like you oh, know, no, once you have made no. three passes, the advantage is over, or once you've had the ball for three seconds, whatever the advantage is over. So, yeah, it's one that could have gone either way. It's not one I'm usually upset about. I'm not enamoured just before we started recording this to see that Billy Sharp has been charged by the FA for... Absolutely outrageous. I mean, I am getting rattled now. That, <laughs> that, that has irritated me far more than this decision did, I think. It's absolutely pathetic from the FA, that. I mean, they just basically said, if I were a player, I'm not doing an interview. What's the point? What is the point of doing an interview when you don't want... If I say what I think, yeah. you're going to find me. It's not like he said... I think it's all bent and... Do you know what I mean? I know, I, I know. Think it's some underhand brown envelopes going around or anything like that. He just said, you know, they they got the uh, decisions went their way, which is true. Absolutely pathetic. And, which you know, most, you... most managers or players will say after every game if they're like on the wrong side of it. Like, so the, the statement from the FA, it's alleged that Sharp's comments constitute improper conduct in that they imply bias and or attack the integrity of the referee. Uh, yeah, Sharp has been charged following comments he made in a media interview after the tie with Wrexham on Tuesday. And the referee, the referee himself, is not going to get anything because obviously, you know, we had an appalling game. It was one of the worst refereeing performances we've seen for a long, long time. And he's, yeah, he's fine. He's just, you know, he made yeah. a mistake. I bring this up I, not I, because I think there is an agenda against Sheffield United. No, they're in. They're quite just the opposite. Idiots. It's just like, can you just not? Like, <laughs> like, come on, seriously now? Like, what, what are we supposed to do here? I mean. Yeah, I, I thought it was really dumb. What is it? What's he going to get charged? Is it a fine or? Uh, I think he could get a ban. Like, I think. I don't know. I'm, I'm just plucking it out of the air. I don't know that properly. Absolutely ridiculous. He definitely gets a Rex- fine, yeah. I'm really tempted, and I'll, I'll try to stay away from this, but Rexham was like, hey, come I really want to, you know, put to him. Yeah, but you're still out, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You clowns. So. Well, if he is banned, <laughs> he's injured anyway. So uh... He's banned. Yeah, ban him then. He's injured anyway. Ban him for Milner or whatever. Uh, yeah, so it really has that. annoyed me that. I, well, I, you sent it me and I was just like, surely, what kind of a... Oh. I, looking at all the comments underneath, other than the Wrexham fans everybody and West Ham fans, uh, <laughs> everyone's like saying, what? You know, what? this is outrageous. What do you want footballers to be? It's robots. Yeah, apparently so. Um, I think what, so my, my one like tactical what-if from this game is I thought we just I, I thought we were too open in midfield which you, you've yeah. kind of raised already particularly from their goal kicks weirdly yeah really they were just picking people out of the goal kicks every single because time because we pushed everybody onto them which is a successful tactic for us as we talked about last mm. time but I thought we should have learned after 20 minutes like let's not overcommit. like I'm alright with Njai and um, you know McBurney challenging their centre-backs from goal kicks mm. but Bogle and Lowe going that high up, and then yeah, all the keeper was doing was just basically 
chipping it straight onto the the chest of number eight. Yeah. I agree. And they were having a pretty much having a chance from it, like you know, yeah. two or three passes later. And I don't think we ever wised up to that. And then when Armand Odzic goes off with what looks like a, a, a knock, I don't know if you've heard anything about that. Actually, I've been no, I've not. He says everyone's fit today, so he's probably out okay, for a that's couple. Good. Of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, when he went off, we bring. Uh, I think Jevison came on there. Right, and we went to a back yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. I and... thought that were a poor change anyway. That to be honest, that I'd have brought a midfielder on if you're going to change. I'd have yeah. brought an extra midfielder on. Well, we I know in... Osborne were waiting for ages to come on, but then he came off a normal one. It didn't really make any sense. So yeah, that was immediately after the third goal, and it was yeah. Just, yeah I, I would have personally because as you said, they, they were picking up. They were getting too much space in the midfield, and it might have looked negative. Bring Fleck on, bring Kulavali on, bring Osborne on, just for you know. I, I don't really think we needed three at the back if we'd have had a proper defensive midfielder, but again. Go it's on, easy sorry. to say. At the same time, I were delighted that we went for it, if you know what I mean, as well. But in the first half, I was like, this is what I want to see. This is proper football. Like, because he's quite pragmatic normally, I think, Eckenbottom. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe he'll go more pragmatic after the, after that. Because I do think he really went for it. It was just like, right, we'll outscore you. And it obviously just didn't happen. Yeah. I would have... Hmm, I don't know if I felt this at the time, but I certainly do a retrospect, so I'm, I'm proper... You know, hindsight is twenty twenty on this old, old man. But uh, definitely would have liked Basham to come on for Armand Odzic there and just just keep the shape. I know yeah. Basham's been uh, struggling a bit in the, in yeah. the games that he's played, so it might have been a disaster against the pacey attack like that. That might well have been why it didn't happen because Hekimov mm-hmm. was like, "Whoa, like this guy's struggling against Paul Mullin." You know, and yeah, he's yeah, going yeah. up against Akpom, who's got like what seventeen, eighteen goals or something. And, and Archer, who's uh, off to a hot start with them as well. But you are right. It reminded me a bit of a, when we used to criticise Wilder, take a defender off, put a striker on, and it doesn't seem to be anything other than it's what you do on like football manager, isn't it? You know, I'm losing and put another striker on. Yeah. I don't think Jemison were poor or anything. Obviously, it's fault for the third goal if, if you're blaming one of our players. But, you know, he looked quite lively. Could have had a couple of goals on another day. Um, but I don't think it worked tactically because we, we just we went from having nothing, barely anything in midfield to nothing in midfield. Yeah, and I, I thought we were you know we were still well in the game at that point as well. That's sixty seven yeah. minutes, yeah. but we made that change. They get the third goal seven minutes later, and you know nothing really to talk about for the rest of the game. I don't think. Um, no, I think they they did see it out really well. It were really, I think that's why we're so angry. The old, the old yeah. ways. I'm not blaming them. You know, it's brilliant when your team's doing it, but at the time I was just like, get out of our ground. How dare you come in here doing this? But yeah, I think uh, it was one of those games again. Like I say, they deserved it. I'm not, uh, and I think they're a really good side, and I think they're, they're better than I thought they would be. But I, I do think you only have to look at the highlights to say that if we'd have scored at a particular time, things would have been different. We made bad decisions around the area again, which is annoying. And there were a couple of times where we went for a pass instead of a shot, and die a couple of times, and then Berger and just really bad composure. I thought in the final third from our quality players mm. yes quite uh, so an annoying defeat as I say doesn't really change what I feel about this season but a win would have definitely changed what I felt about this season because as I said I would have been cranking up my confidence levels to like this is almost certainly going to happen it's, it's, it, it would have been a question of when not if yeah. if we yeah. win this game but just leaves the door open a crack um, right mate well I wanted this to be nice and speedy so we'll, we'll move on quickly mm. uh, Millwall tomorrow uh, yes. which you are going to. And are you looking forward to it? Getting up at 5am like an absolute idiot tomorrow. <laughs> I bet. Uh, d- yeah. d- so when you left the ground on Wednesday, were you thinking like, ah, oh, what am I going to Millwall for? Yeah, I, I, I'm not going. That's it. I'm not going ever again. 
And then, like, the day after, I'm like, I might go to Reading away. <laughs> yeah, I know you messaged me last night. It's like, do you, do you say you're going to Reading away? Like, mm. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to Reading away. Uh, I, I presume I'll be able to get tickets for that. I don't think it's going to be, uh, yeah, yeah it's a Tuesday night, wherever it is in Reading. So I'm going to try and get tickets for that. But, yeah, I'm going to Millwall. Um, it feels I'm, like a big game now, doesn't it? Like, I feel does. like, I, I hate to do this, but I sort guys. of feel like we need to win now. Just to yeah. get everyone well, to chill I'll, out. Well, avoid defeat. I'd be fairly happy if we if we avoid defeat. Yeah, um, a win would be fantastic. I think win a win takes so much pressure off us mm. uh, because obviously you go. Ten, I mean, even if Middlesbrough win, it's another game down where they've oh, not made ground. Uh, so. Yeah, and they've got QPR, so uh, yeah. they're going to win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I presume they're at home, right? Yeah, they're at home. Yeah, yeah and QPR aren't won since like 1945. <laughs> we need a we need a we need a a, a reaction definitely. I. I it's going to be really tough. They're all they're horrible to play against the, at their own ground, Millwall. Um, but they are a step down for Middlesbrough, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, we've got yeah. Our, our strongest teams back essentially. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a game we should bounce back in. I guess the the note of caution is we haven't won away since well since Millwall actually in the FA Cup. Blackpool was the first. Yeah, the last the... time we won away in the league. Yeah, one of the view from comments is like about our poor away form, which is the best in the league. In terms yeah, of like, I'm going to say, yeah. it's still very good, Overall, it's just been a little while. I think while. we're fourth in the away table, but yeah, you're right, we've, we've picked up a couple of draws, which are decent draws, I think, still, but yeah, yeah we've not actually gone anywhere and won it. It will be a massive win. I'm, I'm, I won't say I'm, ner- I'm really not nervous, because I still think it, I still think if you win eight, eight games, you're probably going to have enough, because yeah. like I say, that'll mean Middlesbrough have gone on the best run that anyone's ever gone on. And if they do do that, I'll, I won't happily concede second place, but I'll be like, you know what, fair, fair play to you. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just, I'm, like I said, I'm still confident. I guess I just, I don't want to see it tighten up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to be talking to you here on uh, Monday or whenever next week and be like, four points. We're only yeah. four points behind us now. Like that's that's not mm-hmm. actually that many points, even yeah. though you know, in the grand scheme of things, we still just need to win eight games or whatever, seven, eight yeah. games, and we'll almost I expected a wobble all season, which we, I know we had a little bit of a one with all the injuries. I think we can sort of forgive him for that um, with, with some of the teams that we had to have out. I, I think every, I mean, I, I won't be surprised if Burnley lose two or three in a row. It, it happens. Fulham did it last year. Yeah, I think there were like four games where they didn't win. And the, when we played a match, they were all like, oh, we're going to blow it. And, you know, and they ended up like 90-whatever points. So I think teams do do it, and it's just about keeping your nerve. And I think I'm hoping our experience means that if the next couple of weeks are rocky and Middlesbrough, you know, get really close to us, we can push on again. And I don't know. I'm not, uh, like I say, I don't think it's time for the abitaries yet, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm, uh, I remain confident in this team's ability to, um, yeah, hold its nerve. Mm. And uh, yeah, Millwall obviously not as good as Middlesbrough, so it is a chance to bounce back, even yeah. you know, allowing for the traditional "it's a tough place to go" etc. Uh, would you rock out the same team, fitness permitting? Yeah, I think I would. I think yeah. I think the only real is McBurney going to be fit enough to play twice in a you know in a, in a week or whatever. Maybe Kieran Clark comes in for for Robinson. I'm not really sure I'd buy that. Uh, and then I think the only other one is, do you go as attacking as we did, or does Fleck or Osborne come in? Hmm. But I personally would go for the same team. Yeah, I'd certainly start the same team. Just thinking about the mm. bench is not... Yeah, this this was one of my things on midweek when I was looking... Well, it's not... Uh, and it's because we've stuffed all our best players into the starting eleven, which is obviously what we want to do. But mm. look at the bench. There's some good players. There's not many game changes there, is there? Like, no, on no, our no, bench no. for us. You look at... Uh, Borough's bench is like bloody hell. Like, can we can we yeah. both, like you know look at you with your 
your stable ownership and your, this your is it, good yeah. bench. Like, grow up, Middlesbrough. <laughs> I think that I have to admit, and people might not like me for saying this, I think Middlesbrough right now are better than us. But it doesn't mean they're going to be better than us throughout the season because that's why there is 46 games. I imagine they'll probably pick up more points than us from now on. But, you know, it, it, all we need to do is not, you know, we've got an, we've still got this game in hand and everyone, I know people hate saying, I'd rather have points on the board. And yeah, you would. You'd also like to have a game in hand and not have a game in hand as well. Well, we've got so, points on the board and a game in hand. Yeah, exactly. We have got points on the board and a game in hand. You win your game in hand and it's, it goes back to 10 points. And it's, it really is as simple as that. Indeed. Let's see how we get on tomorrow. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I think a win. I'm going to be on cloud nine again. I think. Yeah. That is going to just you get a win at Millwall. I will just write this game off as like a, a, a tight game between two really good teams where mm. they pounced on the big moments and we yeah. didn't. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know if they are, but I, I, I can't say that you're wrong on that they're better than us. If you like, uh, right now. You know, but... Yeah, I want to say right now is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. A little bit, ugh, you know what I mean? We're a bit inconsistent in terms of the in the in the, the performances, not not the results. Yeah. Whereas I think they're flying, which which happens. You always get a team coming out. I know. Actually, I meant to say this: the, the Middlesbrough they reminded me a lot of Forest last season when we played them, and we got a draw in that game, but we didn't deserve anything. Do you yeah, remember true. in that, particularly in the first half, where they just seemed to absolutely run rings round us? You know, they they were, and it did, did remind me of that. Um, even Forest, as good as they were, and they were really good last season. Forest, if if they match Forest's run, we're probably again we're probably still going to need eight wins out of fifteen, and that should be doable. Yeah, should be. Uh, Rhyme, uh, any any final thoughts, or do you want to just uh, plug the <laughs> not plug the view from? Explain the view from. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've got uh, the, the view from uh, Millwall, uh, which is yeah, they're, they're quite. Some, some absolutely terrible views actually uh, on it. Uh, someone says, "Oh, we need to watch out for Cameron Archer." I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Is he talking about uh, us? But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pre-match view uh, from Millwall. Always worth a read. Those guys. Uh, yeah, and we've got a Liverpool Madeley episode out as well. Uh, mysteries. Uh, Andrew and Liam investigate. Is our, our favourite mysteries. It's a fantastic episode. I just finished listening to it the other day. Um, Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's one of my uh, favourite ones from this series, I think. I oh, really, brilliant. Really did enjoy that one. Um, great stuff, mate. Well, yeah, we wanted to keep this uh, short and sweet. So, um, well, not very sweet. Short and bitter. Um, but hopefully the next one will be a bit, uh, a bit more chipper. Um, have an excellent trip to London. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the day and hope you're coming back with a, a win as well as a good day out. And yeah, uh, yeah I'll, uh, I'll catch up with you after that game. Yeah, thanks a lot, mate. Cheers.